0: Hi, this is Sue Painter with ConfidentMarketer.com. Today I'm going to talk about being a confident entrepreneur, setting boundaries with family members and friends. Do you know women who seem to have no boundaries with family members or friends? I do. In fact, I recently talked with four women who need to support themselves financially with their own business. In each case, these women are limping along, barely making enough money, to cover their monthly expenses. They are constantly feeling worried about money. As we talked, it was not hard to see that these women have found themselves giving over their time to family caregiving with few or no boundaries. It really wasn't a conscious decision. No pros and cons were written down. No short-term or long-term financial consequences laid out in black and white. It was a feeling of obligation and falling into increasing demands as time moved on. They all fell into the trap of thinking there are no alternatives. Subtly, month by month, additional responsibilities piled on. Each woman came to me complaining that her business is slow and that she is constantly worried about making ends meet. Each expressed a deep disappointment that her business was not taking care of her. As we talked about schedules and taking focused action to solve the income problem, it became clear almost immediately that these women had no emotional energy or time left to do much of anything. Worse, they kept canceling opportunities, letting any single caregiving situation always take priority over taking care of their own financial security. For two of these women, the lack of setting boundaries was especially troublesome as the income provided not only for herself, but also for the family members who required assistance. You know, you may not be trained to set boundaries with family members. I get it that many women have had it drilled and grilled into them, that taking care of family members and friends is their responsibility. We are trained that we should step up and that no one else can or should do it. That somehow giving our livelihood and life energy over without boundaries is a show of our ultimate love. Guilt rears its head when we have the fleeting thought that we are exhausted and can't do more. I know this path very well. I lived it for a decade. Stepping up to be the leader of our own life, stepping up to setting boundaries with family members and friends, being willing to face the conflict with the person in need or other family members, all of that can be hard to do. It may seem easier to sacrifice your own mental and physical energy, to forget about your own financial situation, to put all of your life on hold. It is an easier And it isn't wise. Setting boundaries can bring up long-buried emotions that need clearing out. It can bring to surface dysfunctional relationships. It can fill you with fear and dread. It will force you to face your own beliefs about who you are and your own resistance to change. But once you consciously decide upon and set your boundaries, you will find a new respect for yourself. You will find that others respect you and yes, still love you. You will feel safer that you can still provide for yourself now and in your later years. You will quit playing the role of a passive martyr and act from a place of decisiveness and newfound strength. And you will assure that you have the money you need to survive, plan for your future, and pay the bills for that family member or friend who needs you If you feel defensive and angry reading this, it's because you are stuck in that box and you want to insist that the way you are doing it is the only way. You want to insist that you don't mind at all, that you take your responsibility and obligation seriously. I get that. I did it too for many years. I believed that the only way was the one way I was doing it. I required nothing of the person in need. I required nothing of other people who could and should be stepping up. And I got mad when someone else suggested that I needed to set boundaries around what I could do, both time-wise and financially. Just like you, when I was pushed to consider the ramifications of what I was doing, I reacted defensively with phrases like, What am I supposed to do? There is no one else who will do it. I could never forgive myself. If you are a caregiver or a parent, you know those phrases. Consider, if you died in the next hour, every single one of the family members or friends you are giving your life to will survive in some fashion. None of us are indispensable, although we may think we are. Part of the dark side of a lack of boundaries with family members or friends is that within you it's a control issue. That's the dark side of, I have to do this, no one else possibly could. Refusing to set boundaries about when we can and will be available means giving up our own life. Further, the exhaustion that comes from caretaking too much means that we don't do an objective job of it anyway. It means we refuse to delegate, refuse to accept help, and often feel victimized and bitter with others. Others are certainly willing to stay away because we have stepped up too much. It also means we have refused to set a boundary with the person in need. Get this, there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries so that we don't lose our own identity and wishes and dreams. There's nothing to feel guilty about if we need to caretake ourselves or caretake a business that feeds us and pays our bills. There's nothing wrong with refusing to exhaust oneself physically and emotionally for any other person, no matter who they are. Sometimes we hear the clarion call, oh, but it's family, a little bit too much. Sometimes, frankly, we use that as an excuse not to move forward with what we say we want. It's scary to set boundaries. It's easier to say, I just can't. I have to be available for my mother, my grandfather, my grandchild, my neighbor, my child. No, we do not have to be available at any time for any reason. We do not have to go without a boundary because the person in need might throw a tantrum or pull a a guilt trip on us when we say we are not available. A former client said to me a few weeks ago, I just can't change anything right now. But the truth is, she's in a situation where the caretaking could go on for a decade or more. She's already been struggling financially for four years. It's not realistic to think that her finances or her energy will last for that long. There are options. Maybe we don't have the gut to push for other options. But that is our own fear, not the requirements of the person in need. Caretaking requires a huge amount of self-honesty. It requires boundaries. It requires delegation. It requires letting go of being the good girl or the good child. Stepping up to caretaking our own needs as much as the needs of someone else, no matter what is going on around us, requires re-keying our relationship to ourselves and to the other person. It may require confronting others who are not stepping up. Here are some tips for setting boundaries. Get an objective view of the situation from someone totally outside the situation. That person will see things you don't see. Listen without yes butting that person. Expect that your relationship with the person in need and other family members will change. Eventually, it will be for the better. In the short term, everyone might be testy, but hold your ground. Block your time. Figure out the minimum amount of time you need to actually work or run your business. and Block that out. Keep it as sacred and as every bit as important as the caretaking you do. Use humor. It helps to break tension. Practice your things-will-change talk, especially if the person in need is demanding, mean-spirited, spoiled, or used to having things her or his own way. You can say something like, things have changed for both of us in ways that neither of us like. We are going to both have to accept that we won't get what we want all the time and that things will not be the same. We are both going to have to accept that things are less than ideal. If the person is in need is elderly, consider a consultation with an attorney especially trained in elder care law in your state. Go to the National Academy of Elder Care Lawyers website to find an attorney near you. Setting boundaries with family members or friends requires a tremendous amount of self-growth and emotional maturity. Saying yes, because of course that is what you do, is a disservice to the person in need and to you.